0: This week's episode of I've Got Nothing is brought to you by Knife Abortions.
1: What is this podcast called again? I've Got Nothing. Who came up with that? We fucking did, idiots. Uh, Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) Welcome to I've Got Nothing, the podcast that's definitely going to hell. Uh... It's a show about something very important. Game of Thrones. You just... The the television show that airs on HBO. I'm Colin. I'm Alex. And this week we are discussing the infamous episode, season three, episode nine, The Reigns of Castremere. Uh This episode originally aired June 2nd, 2013. Are you still not over over the joke I made? Was that too hard
1: for you? <laughs> Did you just... Did you just say knife? It wasn't a bit. It wasn't a bit. I'm the Anthony Jesselnik of Game of Thrones
0: podcast, okay? It wasn't a bit. It was. If you're taking issue with that
1: joke, (laughs) this episode's going to last forever. It wasn't. You're not going to get through it it was just that i was yeah, i heard it and i was like what is he going to follow up with and then he didn't
0: look when you woke up this morning you'd never heard those two words in that combination and now you have and we're moving past it when did this episode air this episode aired june 2nd 2013 we were coming off our what fourth semester of college uh yes. i was i think i well, what, oh you know what i was um I was already, I was in summer school by this time because I did that business minor that summer. Yeah. And I so I was, I sublet my friend's apartment in Austin because they weren't, there. Lee, you know Lee. I sublet Lee's apartment in Austin. And like, I think this might've been like the first week or the second week of the program. So like mm-hmm. all I was doing was like just doing business classes 10 hours a day, going home, eating nachos, studying, and then like catching one episode of TV before I went to bed. It was the first time I really felt like an adult. Like, it was the first time I was so busy that, like, I was watching TV at the rate that, like, a normal person might not watch TV and not, like, oh, I wake up and I watch TV and then I go to class and and then I have two hours of break so I go to the quad and I watch more TV. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, so I remember remember watching this one because I had to, like, HBO crashed. Uh, the, The HBO Go app crashed for this episode. And I was having to go through everyone who I'd given my account password to. And telling them to log off because I knew what this episode was and I really wanted to watch it. So that was the whole thing. Um, uh, anyway, weird tangent. This episode, written by show creators David Benioff and DB Weiss, directed by David Nutter, <laughs> and uh, uh, thank you, um, who who went on to win an Emmy in season five for directing the the Walk of Shame episode.
1: Hmm. And- an important episode as well.
0: Yeah, no, David David Nutter, uh, Game of Thrones mainstay. Did some research on him. Guy has been on everything from the X Files to Terminator, The Sarah Connor Chronicles, and a whole variety uh, of other of other things you probably like. And his name is just a delight to say, David
1: Nutter. <laughs> it really is. It rolls the off bast- rolls the tongue.
0: The one half of the Nutter Butter family fortune. He didn't mm-hmm. need the money before he went into showbiz, but he did anyway. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, Mr. Butter did though.
0: But I've been talking. Well, the,
1: you know. But not Miss Butter's work.
0: Alcoholism runs rampant in the Butter family, so they they make poor business yeah. decisions and often need that seed money to keep going.
1: To keep it happening.
0: And and yeah, plus yeah. plus you know they're all obese because of the butter
1: the massive amounts of butter
0: yeah yeah. i mean yeah. you know they they the, that butter bar venture that they that they opened where they just sold deep fried butter and that was it yeah. they didn't, not even salted butter unsalted <laughs> deep fried cl- handfuls of butter not even sticks they didn't even put it in sticks for you you just would reach into a vat and grab a handful of butter and munch on it and then you paid what you felt like yeah. uh the, not a great business di-
1: strategy the midwest diet you know you yeah. know there's like the south beach diet that's the midwest yeah. one yeah um I love being a coastal elite. Uh, what are we talking about? Elitism. That was a, uh, that was a
0: weird tangent. Uh, did you have thoughts really cool.
1: on this episode? You know, I don't think we have to do this. You just said the words knife abortion together, <laughs> and I really feel like we kind of summed up everything we needed. To. You're
0: not gonna, you're not gonna get over this. are We're right?
1: gonna keep going though. We're gonna keep going, and we're gonna start. We're not gonna start with the, that scene. I, I, uh, I, I, I ran that by Abby
0: before this episode and she like was not shocked by it. Like it's not, she, I did not expect your reaction to this, to this bit.
1: I know. I, I, we're going, we're, we're, we're continuing. Uh, let's keep going. Are we going to, so, okay.
0: As is the case with all the major episodes, are we going to talk about the thing that is to be talked about or are we going to go through everything else in the show and then wrap it up with the big conversation?
1: Since I just got off of it, I'm still formulating my opinion on this episode. Okay. And the scene, I want to go through the first main bit, but we're going to do it kind of in a faster way because um, not a lot else happens. As we've we'll done, talk about, you know, we, we, yeah,
0: we, we 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 have something. Not like we have anything resembling a regular format for this show, but yeah. we do have it on the the showstopper episodes.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, so yeah, we we're just going to kind of roll past these guys. Um, let's see. Some other important shit happens. I mean, semi... Oh, oh yeah, Danny does take the entire uh, city. Like, that was too easy. Yeah. I loved
0: loved that fight scene where you could uh, see the exact minute that the budget ran out.
1: (laughs) It really did. It was
0: like... We shot a fight, <laughs> and now we're geared up for a bigger fight,
1: and like, we can't it afford really a bigger can't... fight. We're gonna cut and show. And and all right, good talk, good talk. Um, yeah, that was way too easy. Uh, so yeah, Danny got the city. That's cool. Good for her. She got the city. Happy for her. Um, Did you hear
0: what I said about how slaves are not to be trusted?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Not really pro or anti that. Um, I, I mean,
0: I don't... I, 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 I'm against slavery. I'm saying if you own slaves, don't trust them. They'll turn on you.
1: That's a fair statement. Oh, damn. Um, very fair. Cool. So we jump over. Um, yeah, so she gets the kingdom. Good for her. Not really where the episode starts, but kind of uh, where what I want to get to. Um, let's see... Um, side bit. I think Gilly just has Stockholm syndrome. Um, so we then jump over to Sam and Gilly and and Gilly learning that Sam can read, which is cool. Um, Get let's you see, a man who haven't... can read. That's about it. I don't know where I'm uh, going with that good... joke.
0: There's there's nothing to this scene. We could completely not talk about it. And uh, no, I thought
1: it was good because I think it made me realize that they had Stockholm syndrome gilly's really just stuck with this man but sam's a good guy anyway well you know her last man was her dad husband yeah dad husband <laughs> that's about it uh we <laughs> then have...
0: come on down to dad husbands that's the a... worst dance bar in america <laughs> Jesus Fucking <Christ>. dad husbands
1: <laughs> that's
0: a... that reminds me of remember, a... remember billy bobs in texas
1: yeah and their are awful...
0: uh... they're awful commercials Yep. That, that's what I think of when I joke about Dad Husbands. Dad, hus- the, dad the, Husbands. The, dan- the dance hall that no one has oh a good goodness. time at.
1: <laughs> you just feel really uncomfortable the entire time. That's actually our sponsor this week. If you come uh, to Dad Husbands, you will get cut. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it, man. Dad <laughs> Husbands. <laughs> husbands.
0: Oh my god.
1: All right. We serve uh,
0: lukewarm Bud Light. And if you want, we have a inflatable kiddie pool filled with Jim Beam. That's all <laughs> you can get. Dad husbands
1: Husbands. <laughs> sounds like a mediocre time.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh um, huh. I mean, if you go across the street to mom wives,
0: you can get a foot massage at least.
1: Ooh, that does sound calming. Um, and <laughs> mom <I> wives, <laughs> we've all killed ourselves. Damn. <laughs> um, <it's> Fucking. <laughs> oh God. You know, I was just looking at our podcast, and every single one of our episodes is rated explicit. Because that... I
0: say the word fuck a lot, and we talk about, like, boobs. And... <laughs> we did a whole bit on Cuddlingus, like, three episodes ago.
1: We did. This isn't for kids. This is... There's, like, there's not—there was never a single episode where we just talked about where we didn't—where, like— Amazon, or not Amazon, Apple's bot didn't think that we weren't cursing.
0: Yeah, no. Look, our podcast is just like the establishment, Dad Husbands, not for kids.
1: Don't bring your kids. It's only bring your... Wait, never mind. I'm not touching it. (laughs) You, yeah, don't don't give me more ammunition. I'm not, I'm not touching it. I'm I'm getting far away from dad, husband. I was possible. tired all
0: day, and now like I'm kind of coming up. So like I, I got yeah. zingers. I got zingers on zingers.
1: At the wazoo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh. We then jump over to uh the next scene, which is Brand figuring out that he is the gift. First time um, for uh, you. You never forget your first time. He gets no, Hodor to for... shut the fuck up. Yeah. Good for him. Um.
0: Wait, did you skip John and all of them, like running after the dude with the horses?
1: Oh my, God. well, no. So I, I didn't want to glance at that because my sponsor this week was going to be um, Little John's Horse Farm. But they fell through. Um, they fell through. But there. they fell through. They went bankrupt. Um, mainly, yeah, mainly because of, um, yeah, they, the Little John died. No one's um, buying
0: horses right now. Everyone's about full's No one's,
1: yeah, exactly. We're and in a full economy. The, the, you know, Prius as well. No one's really buying horses anymore. It's yeah. just not what we're going for. So, I mean, bummer. Um, bummer. He fell through. Kind of sad. Also, he was a little unsure about our being co-sponsors with our other sponsor, which, uh, what was their name again? Knife Abortions. Ah, uh, yeah. He was a little uneasy about that. So, you know, it all kind of works out in the end. Uh, sorry I didn't pull through. I know you're banking on that money for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sad um at least you maybe you can go over to the dance hall later um dad, hus- anyway. dad
0: husbands yeah
1: no maybe I, no i don't someone.
0: i don't i don't fuck with that place anymore oh uh, no yeah no it's it's sold out
1: oh <laughs> not a good vibe anymore huh?
0: No, i don't like the new crowd <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: I wonder what the crowd was before. Oh god! Well, I mean, down in the uh, basement,
0: they have like the new underground secret bar, Brother Uncle. So that's where I go.
1: it uh, uh, requires a special knock.
0: Yeah, no, you have to knock, and also like you have to you have to like clap your hands together in a certain way, uh, and, and show your butt.
1: Is it just a bunch of like? <laughs> they actually have I, a
0: neon sh- sign that does read "No Girls Allowed" outside. Uh, that that checks out. I was gonna And do it's not all it's bit. new. Someone commissioned that in 2018.
1: <laughs> I was gonna do an entire bit, but I realized it was really particular to this. Um, and that's never a the... good
0: thing for you because you think you're talking about something and no one else knows.
1: Exactly. Well, I'm gonna explain the video and then I'm gonna explain my logic. Okay. So do you remember in Boy Scouts uh, where they would show you how to avoid a sexual predator? Oh yeah. Uh, so a there's time to very tell. Speci- Oh yeah, so there's a very specific scene in there Where one of the guy, one of the kids, uh, he goes to his uncle's house, and his uncle's like, "Hey, do?" And he's like, "Hey, I have an Xbox." Um, And the kid's like, "Cool, I like Xbox." And he's like, "Yeah, you want to come down to my basement and play Xbox?" And kid's like, "Yeah, that doesn't sound like a red flag at all." And then then it's like, "Hey, if you live
0: in Tornado Alley, it's a perfectly reasonable thing to ask your friend to do."
1: You want to come a tornado's out coming?
0: You gotta go hide in the basement You might be yeah. there for hours You don't know how long the sirens are gonna go for You wanna pass the time You can't sleep There's a tornado happening tornado. Play some Xbox
1: But you got Halo Yeah And then, Play some Xbox and, then the, and diddle your friends Exactly And then the and then the guy goes Do you want some Bud Light? And the kid's like I don't know I'm 14 He's like It'd be a lot cooler if you did And then like end scene And, then, and when you're like 14 they, they, You only wanna be cool Exactly. Um, and that's engraved in my head. And so I was going to do a reference of like, oh, do they have Xboxes in there? But then I realized it just wouldn't have played. No, um, no. You would
0: have to – like, like it's not even a setup. It's an explanation of why the joke is funny before you tell the
1: joke. Exactly. Yeah. So it really wouldn't have worked. So, But I wanted to tell about a time to tell because it really has just – ingrained. There my, was one of those
0: manuals where like they talked about like it wasn't like an adult doing anything to you it was like what to do in the situation where like another kid grabs your dick and I'm like well that's just two teen boys exploring their sexuality. We've all seen Call Me By Your Name. We know how that goes. <laughs> we know this.
1: I like that you saw the future. Um... No because
0: like in the, in that scene in Call Me By Your Name where Elio is just like grabbing I'm like yo yeah that, that I was warned against that in Boy Scouts. But in this movie, was, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, Boy Scouts My point is, is as you get older, as you
0: get older, you're always learning. This podcast is about Game of Thrones.
1: <laughs> I don't know where that went. I don't know. God damn. <laughs> I think all of that needs to be cut <laughs> or erased or wow. something. Uh, I don't know. Um, there's probably some gems. Um, where were we talking we, about? Where were we
0: talking about? Hodor. Uh,
1: okay, I'm going to act. So yeah, Hodor, Hodor has a really bad vision. Um, Hodor's, Hodor's freaking out, freak out. out, and yeah, he's able to, um, our little Bran, he's able to control him for the first time. But um, before that,
0: John him. and the Wildlings are about to go
1: raid a town with jo- a bunch of horses. Oh yeah, John, ha- uh, John um, is pressed he is, to make a decision. He's quite pressed, yes and it was peer pressure it was an initiation and it was peer pressure and john didn't succumb to peer pressure um given to the situation maybe he should have but it was kind of a relief cuz i was curious of how like those heads were going to butt and this was kind of i don't want to say it was a cop out but like i needed like that was the exact kind of tension relief that like i kind of mm. needed cuz i was like it's gonna be really awkward when the Knights watch and Wildlings, if a group of them meet and Jon has to like switch sides, like that's going I wanna revisit tacky. this scene after we've seen season two because there's like, yeah, it's a, it's a complicated,
0: you know, it's a moral quandary, obviously, because it's like yeah. at some level you have to know that if you don't kill this guy, someone else is going to. Like the man is dead and you cannot save him. So you might as well kill him to maintain your cover. On the other hand, yep, like you know it it's it, it, that, yeah. that 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 that's that, that's armchair coaching. I can say that because I'm watching it for the view of fiction, but this show is presenting to me a real world of real people with real emotions and feeling, and killing people is hard.
1: It's hard. It weighs on you, yeah. Especially a dude who just has horses. Yeah, he's an an innocent
0: man. And, you know, it's like... I don't know. It's it's that thing of, like, you know, you want Jon to say that, like, hey, I joined up with you to kill, like, the Night's Watch. I didn't join up with you just to, like... And he told Mance earlier in the season, like, I joined up with you because I want to fight the White Walkers. Like, it's totally feasible for him to say that, like, I'll kill members of the Night's Watch. I'm not gonna take, uh, I'm not going to kill dude. a random innocent man.
1: Yeah. but And, and that was a the theme, I mean, if you, in the beginning of the episode, Arya and the Hound, like, she also kind of defends, um, I guess it's Dark Blood, but, like, she also shows that, like, hey, this dude is innocent, there's no need to yeah. kill him. Um, and, and I that think, like, like, is that like, I don't know if...
0: You know, I think that... There's that question of just like, you know, how desensitized have we become as a society and especially like watchers of hard R rated like content like Game of Thrones where we just we yeah. expect death that there's something in us where we almost are just like, why don't you do the easy thing and kill the person? And it's like, exactly no, no. Killing the person is absolutely the harder decision to make because you're killing a person. You have to carry that shit with you. That haunts yeah. you.
1: I read and- books. I know what that does. I know exactly yeah. what that causes. No, I, I don't know. I like. I, I think it's interesting that they presented those two. Uh, both. It's people, like the like, one. It's one of the
0: rare times where like Jon Snow's just like righteous uppityness doesn't bug me because it's like no, he was in that's an impossible situation and he you know he acted yeah. in a in a moment that helped define his character a bit more.
1: Yeah. No. And like, like it. Yeah. Like I. Th- I think it made sense for him and i think it was like i don't know like he he couldn't kill her that old man even if he knew Um, the
0: man's life was forfeit like john couldn't be the one to swing the sword
1: yeah absolutely not so uh john runs away um on a horse and and he kills the pirates of the caribbean dude Uh, finally severing Um, the
0: the link between game of thrones and pirates of the caribbean i know that's disappointing
1: i know Watch some dude come back. Uh, watch him come no, back as a dead. White Walker.
0: He's, stri- <laughs> he's straight dead.
1: dead. Yep, as opposed to gay dead. Different. Um, so yeah, I and then lastly, um, Bran realizes he has to go up north. Yeah, he can't count um, on John. John's fucked, as far as Bran knows. Yeah. So that's where everyone is, right? Yeah. So you want to talk about what, it? What, we oh, it's him. time to
0: talk about the thing. Okay, the thing. all right, let's do so... it.
1: Let's. So yeah, um, what the one dude has to get married? I don't remember his Uncle, name. Uncle but, Edmure. Um Uncle Edmure uh, has is gonna get married to a Frey, uh, one of the Frey girls. Um, which I didn't count, but was that eight? Oh, no, it was more than that. Yeah. Walter it was, Frey it is it was written as, like, 12. being
0: over 100 years old. So he has a whole bunch of daughters and granddaughters. And because it's, like, this whole thing is he's, like, this proud bastard. So, like, he keeps fucking and making more kids. But because he's considered, like, a more minor house, he's... He's yeah. he he's never able to really like get matches for the because he's not just going to let anyone marry his daughters he's going to get like a marriage that will net him something but yeah. he rarely is able to get that because he's the lord of a minor house that most people don't give a shit about which kind of sets the stage for all everything that happened today
1: Yeah this that this entire red wedding scene is like just pettiness Yeah it's like is there is, is there is a bigger picture, and it is completely swept swept to the side, um, for the sheer I love, act of headiness. you know
0: I love that this episode begins with a scene of Rob going over his grand plan to take Casterly Rock. Like I love that the show yeah. gave the time to really flesh that out and make the non-book reader think like oh we're setting up this big battle for the end of the season where they go take casterly rock and the heroes yeah. are finally going to win one.
1: I was definitely like, cause I didn't know when uh, I'll, pre- I'll preface this. Like I was texting you like, I think this out of anyone who doesn't know game of Thrones knows like this scene, not in 2013 um, when it aired, like, like it was, this, this was huge. No, no. Well, well after that, like, I think this is like arguably like whenever someone mentions like, what do you know about game of Thrones? They know that there are dragons. Um, they know that there is Jon Snow, and they know that there's a red, yeah. Because the red it's
0: wedding. like it's not um, like the fall from which the heroes return. It's like no, all the heroes die, and there is no return, and the world is just darker. Now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like like this is one of those iconic things, and like yeah, like it. I I think it is kind of what you mentioned. It is nice. Like they set up this. They really did set it up to where like, here's everything, and here's all the cogs in motion. And, like, all it is is the phrase, have to marry. Um, And, like, we'll be set. And then just the biggest bump in the road. The biggest bump in the road. And it's such a clear
0: line of just like, Rob Stark was winning, but uh, he had made some, like, political blunders. And then his bannerman killed those two Lannister boys, and his honor wouldn't allow him to forgive it. So he killed their leader, and he lost a huge chunk of his army. So he had to go to the phrase. To propose a yeah. marriage alliance, even though he had rebuked that previously, so he could marry his wife, and Walter Frey just wasn't gonna let that go.
1: Yep. That was like that. I don't know. And especially, look, it was it was such a good play too, because at the very very first scene with uh, Walter Frey, he says like, I, essentially what he goes is he goes, I like. For her, I probably would have broken my oath, too. And, like, his entire bit was, like, she's hot, so we're good. No. But we were not good. It did not matter. <laughs> it did not matter one single bit. Um, Jesus, yeah. Um, You were sitting there, too, and, like, the, the way it sets up is, like, I mean, obviously I knew something was coming, but, like, it sets up with, like, I don't drink and, like, something suspicious Revolving about, like, drink, the wine. Yeah. Um, God, he is such yeah. a villain in this because, like, he yeah.
0: tells Catelyn, "Like, hey, look at my sleeve," and then she sees that he's wearing armor, and he's just smiling his ass off, just yeah. like checkmate. You haven't and, and, like he, he yeah. like he knows that he like that he's won. It's fucking, it's so nefarious. There was it's no ruthless. need for him to do
1: that, but he did it anyway. No. Fucking ruthless, ruthless. Gosh, yeah. Get everyone in her Literally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What if? What if wifey didn't come because she was pregnant? Like. Wow. Oh my. They probably would have killed her anyway. Um. Uh, Yeah. Just uh, wifey. I'm still. Fun fact:
0: not in the books. Yeah, it's a whole really? it's a whole other thing that we'll talk about next season. But yeah, the uh, wifey in the show, completely new character made for the books.
1: I mean, if I look at it, like she did serve a purpose for causing like, yeah, yeah,
0: abortion, no, she, yeah, um, trauma. I
1: guess. Was she, I. I she, like that's emotion oh, emotion the most emotional part. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Because
0: like, I mean that like uh, that was the that was the thing of like. Even if you've read the books, you weren't expecting that. Like, that that moment was yeah. so graphic and shocking that even if you'd read the books and you knew exactly what was going to happen, you did not see that coming and you coming. were shocked by it. Oh, okay, so, here, so here's my story. I got to tell you a story. So, um, I'm right. a fucking nerd and I don't travel without, like... I never go anywhere without knowing that, like, I have enough books to sustain however many days um, I'm going to be gone. And so our senior year of high school, that's when season one of this show aired. And I went and I bought, uh, I, I bought all the books, which is the first four books. The fifth one hadn't come out yet. So um, the summer after our senior year for our family vacation, we went to Paris for two weeks. And I just finished the first book. And I'm like, well, fuck Paris, yeah. I gotta keep reading these. So I brought books two and three with me to be like my main uh, read while we're like on the plane or traveling around Europe, cause Europe is a very train centric country thing. So I read most of the second book on the flight to Paris, uh, didn't get a lot of reading done during the time we were in Paris, so we were going around all the time and I, I didn't have a lot of time, but managed to finish the second book Got like a chapter into the third book, and then we're on the plane coming back from Paris, and that's like a 10 hour flight. Um, and I read the entire yeah. mo like 95% of the third book I read in one sitting, um, on this plane going to Paris. And this scene is like just past the middle portion of the book, and I hit that, and I'm just really? like, oh, I'm not okay. F- f- uh, flight attendant, <laughs> help. <laughs> help me take this away from me what in flight entertainment is there hello yeah um
1: please
0: this is bad can can i watch the movie black swan on the in-flight entertainment or something holy
1: shit (laughs) that's not even better like
0: (laughs) yes it was a rough read it was a rough read Because that's, that's, yeah. I, I, re- I, like, I read really quickly, ah. so I miss foreshadowing a lot. Like, I like – I generally – like, I love reading, yeah. but, like, I you know, with a movie or a TV, like, I'm more – I'm following it moment to moment, and I pick up on things. When I'm reading, like, my brain just generally has me go so quick that, like, I'm not registering as much as I should be. So I miss stuff that sets up what's going to happen, and so I'm not realizing what's going on till I'm in the moment. And, no, that was no bueno for yeah. this one.
1: No good, no good. This is also for me slash retroactively the second time. Aria has been so close. Fucking
0: heartbreaking. So so
1: close to just to just being reunited. Like I mean, this show is a tragedy. Like,
0: Like never forget.
1: Yeah. No. It feels more like a tragedy in these earlier seasons. And though. it's interesting
0: like, because, and I, I can't corroborate this, but apparently, from the outset, these books were supposed to just be a trilogy about the fall of the Stark house, and it was just because of how George R. R. Martin goes about his business that he expanded the world so much that he knew, like, he could keep it going after that. I might be totally wrong, oh. uh, but. I, I But, you know, at the very least, that's what, you know, it. these early, like, you know, the first, like, third of the show, the first three books, that is kind of the main line because the Starks are presented to us as the heroes of the story, and then our expectations keep getting subverted because they keep fucking dying like wimps.
1: Yeah. No, they really do. Uh. Yeah. Too easily, might I add. But yeah, so
0: they do the betting ceremony, which is problematic, and then uh, Catelyn hears the song, and then Walter Frey gives his fuck. Like, he didn't need to give a fucking speech. They could have just gone for it, but no, he had to give a fucking speech. And then uh, knife abortion, which is rough. And then um, crossbows. Just crossbows
1: everywhere. Constantly, constantly crossbows. Just Rob gets hit like eight times.
0: I love how Catelyn. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's, it, it's such it's so rough to watch. But like, I love Catelyn's like desperate, like Catelyn's desperation of thinking he's gonna get out of there. Like, no, he got hit by a crossbow like eight times. He's
1: dead, man. Yeah, he's not gonna stand up. Like this is not ideal. No one like what like they didn't get any sort of headway. Like it's just all bad. But yeah, even the wolf they kill dies. The wolf? Like it's they just start killing the army real quick like it's over like what do your other troops do in that like after that
0: they die they all die jeez
1: they brought the I whole like
0: they brought the whole army there because the plan was to merge the armies and then go march on casterly rock there's no one left
1: there's nothing
0: there's nothing jeez. and you know, I don't know if this is a production thing or if there's a literary element to this, but this is the first episode of the show where no Lannisters appear. Really? Yeah. Even all up north. Even though this episode might represent, like, the biggest example of, like, Tywin Lannister's ruthlessness and why he keeps winning, because he just is a bastard. he's a ruthless piece of shit and he'll do whatever it takes to win and the Starks value their honor and because they value their honor they keep fucking
1: dying keep dying dying they're all dead well not all Um, you now have the trio left but gosh yeah like it's a rough watch were you you affected yeah but now like I I need to now go and rewatch Arya just kill everyone I was thinking watching this that, like, as satisfying as it
0: is to watch Arya get her revenge for this finally, like, it's not enough to justify, like, how painful this is to to experience.
1: Because it was kind of quick. Like, it wasn't... And I guess it had to be, but like I mean, that's the nature of revenge. Nothing can satisfy that. No, nothing can satisfy. There's
0: like you could you could develop a whole episode of just torturing someone, and like it wouldn't make up for just like the shock and the numbness. Also, first episode where no music plays over the credits, Mm. because they they just let that shit sit with you.
1: Interesting. Are we gonna let music play on the credits of our show? Yeah, okay. no, we shouldn't this time. No, oh. mm. maybe we won't. Going to be Bahaman mm. again. <laughs> that talks. <Okay. laughs> oh, I cracked myself up. Um, yeah, that was just. Um, I'm trying to see what other notes I have. I just like. Um. Oh, side random note. Yeah. Rob fucking asks a wifey if it's a boy or a girl. Like she should know. Like, like they have,
0: it's, oh, like it, it's. Oh, come on! That's it's
1: that's cute. It's nitpicky. He doesn't it's nitpicky. Real- I know.
0: Like you, like like you. If you were an expecting father, like you wouldn't make that joke ten times a day. Well, no, like
1: like I'm thinking it back, like like back in the day, like it just. They don't be have
0: like- ultrasounds in this period in time. They have to do knife abortions. It's a more primitive,
1: old-fashioned era. Okay. <laughs> Of figuring it out. That's the only way. Yeah. The dude was trying to help her, is what you're getting at.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. He 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 yeah. he he saw a bad future for that baby and he knew the
1: yeah. oh Oh and Rob is totally chill with hooking up with an underage girl. Um I don't Did he deserve to die? Rob he made he made bad decisions. He was very okay with hooking up with an under with uh, someone hooking up with an underage I don't girl. think he would
0: have hooked up with her. He would have married her, but I don't know if he would have hooked up with her.
1: No, the the what the the wife in this wasn't she the child? No, wait, what? No, 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 no. Because no, yeah, that that was the whole. He was fucking
0: with them because he brought all the ugly daughters forward, and so Edmure was really pissed because all Edmure cared about oh. was having a pretty wife, and then because he didn't meet. He didn't get to see who his wife was going to be until he was at the altar.
1: Ah. Uh, um, that
0: that was a whole thing with him. Is that like he didn't get a choice in it because Oh, I remember Rob now. had I been remember. offered a yeah, choice yeah, and yeah. then when Rob uh, bailed on the agreement and married Talisa uh, Yeah. so w- when they set up like when they set up this new wedding Walter Frey uh, was like he's going to marry whoever I want. So, and then Edmure was like, "Oh, great. I got a hot one." Cuz that's all he cares about. Uh, uh, and then he I... is upstairs uh, banging his new wife while his sister and nephew and everyone he knows is being mm-hmm. murdered, and then he's imprisoned for three years, so he gets what he Yikes. deserves.
1: That scum. Yikes. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing really matters. It's a heavy it's episode. Like bad
0: ADR bad. when they like when Ruth Bolton finally stabs Rob. And then Catelyn screams, but then, like, it cuts to, like, a, a wider shot. And she's, like, still screaming, but her mouth isn't in the same position. That's a little weird. But then, like, that, I mean, that was a choice. Because she stands there for, like, ten seconds before someone finally comes up and, and kills her. It's, yeah. it's
1: bad. Yeah. Gosh. That was just, like, the most ruthless scene of television. No, I don't know. It's pretty ruthless. So here's some bonkers shit. Um... So in, uh, in, wait, that wasn't the, oh, no, no, <laughs> no. I'm
0: about to tell you some bonkers shit, um, that I think won't affect the show in any way, but I'm telling you now, because if this anyway impacts season eight, I'm going to be so there for it. So in, in the third book, there's, uh, you know, whatever the post credit sequence of a book equivalent of a book is there's that right. And it's, yeah. uh, a fray soldier gets captured by the brotherhood without banners and mm-hmm. finds out that Catelyn Stark is still alive. And the reveal is that, because after this, um, it, it's very awful, they, like, they strip her naked and they throw her body in the river and they don't give her any kind of good burial or anything. It's like, it's really bad. And in the books, what happens is that Beric Dondarian and the Brotherhood find her body and he uses his, like, last, like, life... Like his last like chance to come back. He basically No, like he off. uses his life force to bring her back to life. So he dies off screen and brings Catelyn back. And mm. um but because they cut her throat, she can't speak. So she just she takes on this new name of Lady Stoneheart and she is now the commander of the Brotherhood Without Banners and they're just going across the north, killing everyone who rides under a fray banner. Um and, obviously, that has not happened in the show yet. And Barak Dondarian yeah. is even still very much alive. And it was really funny because um, uh, Lena Headey, who plays Cersei... Uh, the day of the season four finale, so a year after this episode aired, she posted a picture on her Instagram of a bunch of rocks made in the shape of a heart, and everyone was like, oh, fuck, Lena Heaty is teasing that Lady Stoneheart's gonna show up, and then the next day, after we'd all seen the episode, and everyone was like, okay, that didn't happen, Lady Heaty was like, oh, no, I just got really drunk that day, I was on the beach, so I... I did that, <laughs> um, but also interesting. She's like is I didn't even know the about last that. Last Lady Stoneheart appeared in the books, uh, she actually captured uh, Brienne, and really because Brienne's last, the the most recent Brienne chapter uh, is from book four, and it's she's been captured by Lady Stoneheart, and they've set up to hang her because by then Brienne is. Uh, uh, like, writing under the Lannister colors because she has nothing else to really do. Um, and, like, she recognizes yeah. Lady Stoneheart but can't, like, talk to her because Catelyn is just like, I trusted you to save my daughters and you didn't. And so, like, the final chapter yeah. of Brienne is that they're about to hang her. And that's a big cliffhanger for what happens to Brienne. So, mm. interesting, you know, given all the theories we're having about, like, who might come back as a White Walker in the final season, like, interesting thing that potentially plays a major role in the story that has never been touched upon by the show interesting it is
1: Hmm. i want to go through more of those oh there's quite a there's there's quite a few uh, i'm sure there's a rabbit hole i could look through i don't doubt that one bit all right well i really don't have anything else how are you feeling Um, that was shocking was shocking i'll sleep i'm gonna watch some great okay. girls bake off. you
0: know i i was i was night. curious how this episode would hit you because like you haven't lived with like those characters for three years you've lived
1: with them for one you know yeah and, uh, yeah and that's the thing is like all of those uh, i i think it's the same thing of like we, we've, we've experienced this a few times now where it's like oh this is like this in and of itself is painful like regardless of history regardless of context what you are seeing right now is, like, just impactful. Um, Whereas I can definitely see, like, I really, I haven't been with any of these characters for that long of time. Um, I don't know them that well. However, like, looking back and, like, knowing, I don't know, as I've kind of, like, as other characters have died and I've seen them, like, grow and stuff, like, knowing how they end also then kind of, like, affects how I then will also watch the series um, mm. And, like, affects what I think about them. Um, however, like, I'll still learn, learn like, new things. Um, so I think, I think it'll definitely, like... I think watching season two makes... I think it makes season two even more interesting yeah. for me.
0: I'm curious... You know, as we get uh, further and further away from, like, my current knowledge of the show, I'm curious to watch the, the earlier seasons. Especially season yeah. one, because season one... I may have told you this. Uh, like, I we had HBO Go, but I didn't know we had it, so I bought season one on Blu Ray, and so I had like the disc, yeah. and I watched that just that one season like five or six times during that semester in college because they had like all this commentary, and like I just I was so obsessed with this these books and the show my yeah. first year of college that like that's all I you know that's all I wanted to spend my free time on. Yeah, um, and I'm curious to g- g- check out season one again.
1: Makes sense, mm-hmm. makes sense Cool, I've got All nothing right. else
0: uh, I've also got nothing else, so I'm Colin Cool, Knife am Alex Come on down to uh, Come on down to uh, Father, hu- dad, dad, husbands no. Father, husbands, what was it? God, that was 30 minutes ago uh, <laughs> Father, father, husband uh, Come on yeah. down to father, husbands, father. but don't go in uh, Just walk past the entrance And, you know take be happy with where you are in your life that you don't need to go into a place like that you know, I think
1: I think they get called the, I think the cops, the cops
0: are the cops are, cops. Oh, the cops are called to to, to to father husbands the cops are called there every day they, yeah. they, they go there every day. Well <laughs> what it's can I say simple. their books are all they, their books are all straight
1: <laughs>
0: They got an oh, a, they got an A from oh. the health inspector except for like that one year where the rat got in.
1: Yeah, which you can play. And, and you know, what can you do? Uh, What can you do? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to hell. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. I've got Nada. Uh, Keep subscribing, liking. If our website is still operational, Uh, please visit it and ask us questions. I I, I think it is. Last time I tried to go there, it was not operational. I don't think I paid to renew. We should do, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, oh no, yeah. No, we should. We should pay to renew. The site's not available right now. I'm told.
1: I think it. I think it costed like a hundred and like. Oh, that's a lot of money. And then I looked at like our like people who went there, and it was like me, and I was like.
0: You know what? Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and SoundCloud and the various other.
1: Like, like and, and subscribe
0: and share. And tell your friends. Yeah, and be excellent to All each right. other. Did you even have a sponsor in this episode? You had like one sponsor and then you canceled it.
1: Well, that was it this was, was a rough episode. Um, it was it was it was really meta and like honestly I couldn't beat knife abortions or even come no, to it. No, you couldn't and you so won't like, ever. I just kind of <laughs> Jesus, so I just kind of like. I did I did I did, a, I did a different take on like a sponsor actually pulling out so that way it could uh it, If it, Robin it pulled out his wife wouldn't prepared. have needed
0: that knife abortion.
1: Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I should have was... said it. I should have
0: said it, I'm sorry. Oh, I said <laughs> I mean, it, it before. Was... I, I I I'm sorry. I have, I'm... All right, 9:42. Oh god, I'm sorry. Uh goodbye. I've been calling. I'm going to hell. <laughs> Alex stopped recording cuz he's so ashamed of me, but I'm still recording. Uh, If you're listening to this, thank you. I hope you had a laugh. Tune in next week. Have a good week. I've got nothing.